Welcome to the Movie Babies, episode 31. Ooh, I'm spooky. <laughs> I'm Devin. I'm Sean. It's Halloween. You, like, snuck up on me yeah. like a ghost. tried to scare you. Yeah, it worked. Episode 31. Halloween's on October 31st. You want to talk Halloween? Oh, shit! Let's do it. Oh, that's too spooky. I hate coincidences like that. <laughs> coincidences are your greatest fear. <laughs> it, it is. It sends a shiver down my spine. When you go to work and someone else also has gold lame on, and you're like, oh, no, coincidental, but spooky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too much magic in the world. Yeah. That's what I always say. What do you got on, on your little mind for Halloween-themed combo? <sighs> I mean, it's all about the costumes, right? Yeah. It's all about the trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no movies coming out that you're excited yeah. about? I mean, Halloween movies are things? fine. We can talk about that. It is mm-hmm. a movie trailer review show. That's kind of what we say. do here. But I want to talk about all that sweet-ass candy I'm going to give this year. Nice. What's um, on the market? How are you going to, like, trickily yes. trick-or-treat? Because that's the thing now. I'm... 33. You have a beard. I have a beard. Unless you're playing a kid playing a man with a beard. Yeah. This isn't going to work. A big scary black man. How, What? what's the method? Do you steal the candy from a younger child? Do you like work yeah. in cahoots and do a percentage? That's like the it technique of just bowling little kids. So I have gone with my friend Doug every year trick-or-treating. Just the two of you? At least just the two of us. Usually we rope in our friends. Doug is also an adult human child. being. Yeah, okay. He's so no a, one's passing. He's a human child. Mm-hmm. Generally, we don't get a lot of crap about it because we're so lovable. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the bad thing about it is that we're too lovable <laughs> and people let us get away with this shit. And then it just encourages us. Here's the technique. So you got to go with a group. Okay. And you got you to gotta go in costume. Like, if you show up and you're wearing a hoodie... Oh, yeah, that's and like, not going to fly. you look like a teen... Like, that's when it gets crappy. I always put effort in my costumes. Okay. Do you have any ideas for what you're going to be this so year? So this year, my SO and I are thinking about doing a jerk-themed okay. costume. Nice. Because that is our movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we met. Is I was like, what's your favorite movie? She said, The, the Jerk. And I was like, that's my favorite movie. <laughs> that's it. Like, no one. It's the one thing you have in common. <laughs> that's all you need. Because mm-hmm. The Jerk was always my bar for friendship. It's like, if you like The Jerk, if you like Steve Martin, if you like this. that humor, yeah, come come <laughs> over here. Come get some Devin Spencer. So we're going to, we might do a Jerk themed. Last year... One of my better costumes, never a new story, and I was the luck dragon. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you putting that costume together. (laughs) That turned out really well. It was, like, last minute, and it was, like, pieces of, like, an old child's dog costume and, like, a bunny costume that I somehow made into a dragon. You should link a picture of that. My other favorite was I was Prince. Yep, that was a good one. And I was was great. I went to your show, which Mm. was really fun. I've been Blackula. Nice. The Kings of Cartoons. Nice. Little known fact, the actor who played Blackula was also the King of Cartoons. Oh, did you do those, like, concurrent years? I did. Oh, nice. So that's that a little fun trivia for you. <laughs> if you're really paying attention to Devin's costumes year to year, <laughs> there is a through line. Mm-hmm. Sean, I, yes. I feel like I know this answer. What? How often do you dress up? How often do you go trick-or-treating? Never. But... I do have to dress up every year because I'm usually playing, but this year I don't think I have to. Oh, 
Oh, so you're not going to be Bowie this year? Yeah, I don't think we're going to play. So I'm. We're there's some shows of various bands like around Halloween, but I think I get Halloween off. Mm-hmm. The day before is my birthday. That's not true. We have, I have to play on my birthday, but <laughs> I don't think I have to play on Halloween. And I think I'm going to convert my birthday celebration over to the 13th of October, Friday the 13th. Oh. Go down to Olympia, Washington. Yes. And go to this all-night horror film festival called All Freakin' Night that I haven't been to since I was in Olympia in college. Yeah, I think I've been to one of those. Have you? It's pretty like fun. Long, long. That thing's been on forever, huh? Yeah, this is like the twentieth anniversary or whatever, something crazy. Like they've just been doing it for a super long time. That's intense. Have you done twenty-four hours before? Uh, it's just like a twelve-hour thing or okay. something like that. But yeah, some mates and I, like some guests of the show. Kyle and Joe and Keith mm-hmm. and the list goes on. Butcher. A lot of those folks have been doing this annual horathon where we do like go out to a cabin or whatever, lock ourselves in for 28, 48, 72 hours, just watch horror movies, uh-huh. just make disgusting farts and now, eat garbage. Now, Sean, sounds like a typical day for you. Yeah, it's that's. I'm trying to see like what the difference is. Um, because then you can. It's like sanctioned because it's like oh, it's the Halloween season now. No one's gonna bat an eyelash. Okay, so it's it's just, the, the difference is it's more. I'm not accepted. a notice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So did you not even do trick or treating as a kid? I did a couple times. It wasn't a favorite thing of mine. It seemed like a lot of work. Cause you have the birthday too. I, I'm always curious about like people who have birthdays very close to a big holiday and their feelings about the holiday stealing the thunder of the yeah. birthday so you are know? you kind of, are you a little anti halloween i mean you're wearing a halloween shirt i think i'm more pro halloween than i am my birthday like i think <laughs> i enjoy the season but in recent years i haven't been able to like celebrate either very effectively because there's mm-hmm. usually some like work involved in that um similar to like new year's eve like i don't really know what to do on a new year's eve if i don't have to play or whatever because I don't celebrate the holiday the same way other people do yes um so I'm looking forward to like well what that will what will that be like like holding someone's hair and listening to them vomit like a normal <laughs> new year's participant that, that is year. funny because neither neither of us drink or like do any of that kind of party culture uh-huh. but my one vice is like Sweets. Oh yeah. And so like Halloween is kind of like <laughs> that's my new that's my New Year, where it's just like <laughs> I want to eat so much candy that I'm vomiting like Skittles. Yeah, yeah. You really are gonna taste the rainbow, but like that Snapchat filter where it like vomits uh-huh. a rainbow. Yeah, I think I'm the same way. Only I think I pull out all the stops on Easter. I think I've told the story of like passing out due to too many uh, Cadbury eggs being ingested before church one morning. Easter was always my favorite holiday because it's a hunt, right? Yeah. Like yeah. It's the, it brings out the adventure of kids where it's like, go in that woods and just like... Don't come back until you find Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Yeah. We can't have anything nice. No, it all has to be tainted with religion. We got some trailers that we're going to review we this. I don't even know what we're reviewing this episode. Well, the first one up is a big one. Yeah. We have the return of Blade Runner. Damn, Blade Runner 2? Blade Runner 2049. Wow. Are they um are they Tokyo drifting in this Blade Runner or it's faster. Okay. There's more sex. All there's right. more violence. Excellent. That's what I want to see is Harrison Ford having sex at, in 2017. <laughs> 
the real question is going to be is whether he offs himself in this one ah. because he's always killing himself in his movies now. Like oh, he's yeah, like that's his thing. going into sequels and like trying to take himself out. Oh man, I can't wait till an Indiana Jones comes out where he's like just like blasts his dome. <laughs> There's a new one coming out. Is, and is he gonna? Is he gonna like jump off a cliff or something? <laughs> we don't know. Right. It is kind of hilarious that Harrison Ford is just about phasing his life. Like I don't care. Yeah. And we have one more trailer, Sean. Okay. What is it? This one is a surprise. This is my little spooky surprise for you and our celebrity guest Cassie. So listeners, you know, buckle in. I guess the listeners will know at this point, but you don't. I don't know. know. What is it? Well, you'll find out. Oh. Damn. That's a spooky surprise. Let's get to our first trailer. I always told you, you're special. Your story isn't over yet. There's still a page left. Okay. Doing it. Yeah. Oh, intro battle. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> got your line. Line. Yeah. Line. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Will Ryan Gosling eat a cereal? I don't know. What I does that mean? Nothing. Does he eat cereal? <laughs> you ever see that thing before memes were a meme when, like, this guy would always, like, hold up a spoon of cereal to Ryan Gosling in movies and he just, it, right at the right time, where he'd, like, turn his head or close his mouth or start crying or something and he's like, Never your cereal, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> This is a movie? In no. every movie Ryan Gosling is in, someone's trying to feed him cereal? <laughs> Never mind. I haven't. I didn't see that part in Drive. Have you guys ever like looked at a thing called the internet? It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's got a lot of funny things on it. Is this the free internet? Like the dark internet? Is that, that like a thing about? in 2049 that's going to come? <laughs> yeah, sure. If Ryan Gosling is the Blade Runner, then Harrison Ford must be the Gunwalker. <laughs> Okay. Because he, he's old. Okay. Oh, like walker, like a assisted walking yeah. cane device? Okay. I just switched the words around. Yeah. I, I, mean, I didn't I care think... for that any more than you cared for mine, so. I think that's how jokes work. Cassie, you got exactly an intro for this? Works. Oh, like a, like a tagline? Yeah, like throw a... up on that or whatever you want to do, you know. Um... The bar is low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just hop right over it. Blade Runner 2049, Jared Leto... Body bag creepathon. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. looks what it's about to be. Pretty weird. I'm gonna grab that pen from you though. Ah. Oh yeah. We keep giving our guests pens, and I can definitely hear it during that. What about okay. the one that doesn't click? Don't. No pens gets a for pen. you. Yeah. <laughs> no pens sorry. At all. We've if we've learned anything from having guests is they don't can, give them a pen. They can tell when you're looking at it. Speaking of guests, we've got in the house. Maybe 31 rounds too late. We it's should have had you right on, on a long time ago. We've had people back before we had you on. Oh, see not, how that... Yeah, that did it. That's, but that's I, just... I, I blame us, and I also recognize that you have a very busy life, and you go on vacation like, with enough on. consistency that you've, it's made it difficult to schedule this. And then we moved, and there's just a lot of life yeah. going on. And I wear graves, so it's... Yeah, so, scheduling is fun. You know, a woman who needs no introduction, uh, (laughs) former Pickford projectionist, a.k.a. (laughs) the hot projectionist, uh, trailer warrior, now professional narc, Cassie Ravel is here with us. I get paid to narc! Here's what we want to know. Do you hunt replicants? Yeah. What part of the that replicant is part process? of the stuff that I can't tell you. Okay. Yeah. I get to do the really easy job where they go do stuff and it's hard and terrible things happen. 
and I sit in an office and I read about it like the next day and correct like spelling and make sure people's phone numbers are accurate. Uh, like that's what I do. I thought you were like <laughs> correct like everything they did wrong. Like no. whoa, you did a ten forty on that. Let's bump that down code. to a ten thirty nine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get the easy job and it's amazing. How frequently do you have to wash blood off of your own hands? <laughs> <laughs> or either spiritually Thrice or physically. Daily. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Soul, soul cleanse a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, Cassie, <laughs> did you pick this trailer for us to review? P.S. I did. You gave me a choice, I believe, okay. and Why? I was like, if you have not done Blade Runner, I would love to do Blade we Runner. We saved this one for you. Yeah, I, I think we did. It's Why so were you so one. hard for this one? Uh, lots of things. I've been really big on artificial intelligence lately, and like reading about it. And sci-fi is my favorite genre of film, so it's the merging of the two. Like, the original Blade Runner is not, like, my favorite movie, necessarily, mm. but I love the themes, and so I was I was game. I'm super excited for this All one. right, well, you're in good company. <laughs> I think Sean and I are on record to not loving the original. Yeah, I, yeah. I straight up don't like There's Blade Runner. There's some weird shit going on there. But I've put in my best college try because I've watched every <laughs> cut, every like special feature every commentary right, version you want to love it a lot more than i you i do. step to it often enough to be like what am i missing mm-hmm. <laughs> and i think what it is is just other things have taken the groundwork that this movie's laid and run with it in a more pleasing in a way better way yeah i was thinking about that the other day yeah. yeah do you have a preferred cut or like incarnation of the original uh not really mm. the director's cut you know obviously is crazy (laughs) which I was kind of uh I don't know I was a little disappointed to hear that like Scott like Ridley Scott was involved in the 2049 as well because I was just like no like you did it like you had your chance and then now you're like blowing it with these alien movies (laughs) so just maybe step away (laughs) maybe maybe sci-fi is his favorite genre but like it shouldn't people should just stop giving him money to make sci-fi movies so I think hopefully his role in this is more like the money like bag and Mm -hmm. not like let's redo the exact same movie I made you know yeah let's talk shop a little bit Mm -hmm. because he originally was going to direct this new 2049 (laughs) Mm -hmm. and kind of step back to producer kind of focused on the alien franchise <laughs> and Denise Denis 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 Villeneuve 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 I'm gonna move my mouth and you just say the word it's, that's not gonna read <laughs> <laughs> here I go you ready three clowns <laughs> Countdown, three, two, one. And the director... Villeneuve. You can say his first name. But the director did Arrival. Yes. uh, Prisoners. Enemy. Crazy Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I I loved Arrival. Yeah, I've liked all his movies so far. Yeah, me too. And actually, I'm excited to see what wins. Like Ridley Scott, Money product placement or like Villeneuve like <laughs> his artistic yeah artistic expression the yeah. fact that Ryan Gosling's in it makes me think I'm like ooh it could go we could go either way here yeah like, it, that's he true could be pandering to like you know the kind of commercial aspect or like he could go dark like he did in Drive so it could get it could get good but we're, it could be really bad we're lucky that we didn't get <laughs> saddled with a Chris Pratt for this movie <laughs> he's know? in every man <laughs> the the rumors were that Gosling the part was written for him. Mm-hmm. The director had him in mind right from the start. Okay. Really? This film takes place a couple decades after the original. The mm-hmm. original takes place in 2018. <laughs> okay. And this is 2049. Uh-huh. So we're a couple decades removed. And the director said when he asked 
is this like a direct sequel and mm. to what version as we noted before he <laughs> so didn't yes <laughs> basically he did he didn't give a firm answer he yeah. said like i grew up on the original so that's my preferred favorite mm. but also i respect the final cut which is i think what most people consider the movie the movie yes okay. and so he basically said that it's mainly piggybacking off of those two movies which I don't know what that means. Like, how can you... <laughs> I'm interested to see, too, how he, uh, or if he at all, like, pulls from the book, because they didn't really... I mean, they kind of did for the original film, but it gets it gets a lot darker, and it kind of explores more of the themes between, like, what's real and what's not, and what you should care about. I wonder if that's, like, we're going to go that direction instead of just, like, let's shoot him up. <laughs> yes. So, so, Cassie, you do have glasses. Will you tell us more about the book? <laughs> I do, and I use them all the time. The book was great. It was uh, Philip K. Dick was the author, and, like I said, they kind of explore more about how important is it for something to be, like, genuine, to be real, like, human, like, all life that is genuinely created, like, uh, in the world, in the wild, is considered better than anything that was artificially created, even if the facsimile is perfect or like a perfect representation, they mm -hmm. still, there's still this weird kind of, um, like they say in the trailer, it's like there's the wall between what's real and what's not. And if you start to like break that down, like when does it stop mattering whether something was like real, quote unquote, yes, or, or like created to be real, I guess. <laughs> like be real from Cypress Hill. Yeah. Like was he created, is he a replicant? That's yeah. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I followed that. I think I followed that. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. So, so what's, the an what's the answer? We'll find out. <laughs> I'm curious, what, where do you lean on the robots versus human <laughs> war? Are the robots people? What is a people? Aren't people just robots? They have computer brains, and they have CPU hearts, and they have wire veins. Are we not computers? <laughs> Are you a replicant? <laughs> As the speaker for your entire species of replicants. Are you a robot synthesizer is what I'm asking. Synthesizer. Are you a robot synthesizer? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, you want me to ask you, let me frame it this way. Because also at the beginning of trailer one, mm -hmm. we see a building and it's a Blade Runner building, which is the best part of that movie. Mm -hmm. And it says Atari. Mm-hmm. Atari is a video game company. Mm -hmm. And the leading thought right now of like, what is life? What's the meaning of it all? Who are we? Is there a God? And the answer is Atari is our God <laughs> because life is a simulation. Mm -hmm. It's a video game. Thoughts, <laughs> I have theories about the universe being a hologram because like that would fit like all these weird... Uh, rules of physics and all these things that like scientists are saying yeah it kind of it could be a hologram basically so maybe maybe we're all living but in the matrix i can i just touched this table <laughs> that's what you said sure did yeah you have a sensory <laughs> pricker and actually your... you'd never touch the table the kind of electrons around your like nuclei react against the ones of the table so you feel the friction but your finger never really truly touches the table because there was no table <laughs> You're on a you're on a cold metal slat somewhere like in like this morgue of people hooked up to brain simulators and they're what? beaming this into yeah. your mind of all things. Movie babies. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie. It's like a torture thing. <laughs> Downloads. Am I gonna turn it into like eleven at the end oh, of this? Maybe. Probably if you're gonna be the master of, of your own destiny, I suppose so. <laughs> um, there's a lot of duality given to us in this 
two trailers. Uh, we got a lot of uh, order versus chaos, right? Mm -hmm. Got to keep the order of things. That's what we do here. We got this replicant versus human thing. We got this new versus old thing with Goslin being Gosling, Gosler, go come Guzzler <laughs> being new hotness, and Harrison Ford being old busted. And I am curious. They're kind of like hinting at him being like special for some reason or like him being the key to this thing and the lady like, says you're a wizard Gosling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wondering if he if he if they're gonna pull like an alien versus predator thing here mm. and there's he's gonna be like the hybrid human replicant could be is this a thing that's possible <laughs> he could and actually I, there was a shot in one of the uh, one of the trailers that reminded me a lot of this, um, like, Japanese anime uh, called uh, Ghost in the Shell. Uh -huh. And they actually, they made the Scarlet Johansson Ghost in the Shell not too uh, long ago. I we reviewed that trailer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but those, those are themes that they explore in uh, Ghost in the Shell is, you know, if you have, if you're, like, 65% computer parts but 40, you know, or 35% human parts, are you human or are you robot? You know? Good mental math, by the way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you see, I have Which to walk makes me back, think you're right? kind of a replicant. But, <laughs> <Yeah. okay. laughs> So yeah, you get kind of that that debate of like how what line what is the line that you have to cross in order to be yeah not human anymore. I mean, it'd be fifty one percent, right? <laughs> At least fifty one. I feel like this is an easy answer. <laughs> right. Cassie, as at least more of a fan of the first one than us, <laughs> mm. is Harrison Ford. Is it Harrison, Harrison Ford? Ford, Ford and Gosler? Is Harrison Ford a replicant? <laughs> or is he a human? That was the big debate in the first one. Well, he seems, I mean, he has aged in real life, and he seems to have aged in the, the world of the film, and the replicants do not. Actually, they have a time, well, at least in the original book and in the original movie, there's a time frame that they put on them. Like, they can only live for three years, and then they die, essentially. He either bucked that and like, you know, did something to make himself last longer or he was never, never a replicant. He also, in the book, uh, the character Deckard, he takes the Voigt-Kampf test, like uh, he has someone administer it to him, and that's the test they do to determine whether you're, you know, a robot who doesn't have empathy or and if you're this, human. And this is a real life test too, right? Uh, kind of. I think it's based on a real life test. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's for like sociopaths basically because like if you pass the test you have empathy or you know you feel for other human beings. If you mm -hmm. don't you're a replicant or a serial killer, you know, one of the two. So. Basically the <laughs> same. We Basically the same. <laughs> 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 I'm going to administer this right now. Yeah. <laughs> Movie I brought babies. my machinery. I'm going to administer it to like, you guys. Yeah, it's like Montel. <laughs> one of us is a psychopath. You are not the replicant. Yeah. You won't find out until the end of the episode. <laughs> So, yeah. Potential that Ryan Gosling's character may be a replicant or a replicant hybrid, could but totally probably not Harrison Ford. Be. I would assume not, but maybe. That could be the big twist, I guess. Um, Is Bautista a replicant? Bautista. What? <laughs> this guy doesn't even know his name. I haven't pronounced one actor's Gosler. name right in this, or even the director's name. So uh, why is he in this movie? So those those are my questions. The, of course they are. The They're the WWF questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two main questions I left with this trailer is what is Batista's role mm -hmm. and what is Jared Leto's role because mm. this is it's going to balance on those two <laughs> Batista we just get a very small part where Gosling tries to bust him and Batista's like hell no and he Batista bombs <laughs> him through a wall 
That's not a thing. <laughs> that is probably a thing. I don't watch wrestling, so Me neither, but I'm guessing it's a thing. He won <laughs> multiple championships with that move, so mm-hmm. it's definitely a thing. Good. I'm glad they're breaking the fourth wall literally yeah. in this movie to feature his signature wrestling those move. sweet wrestling dollars, all those fans coming in. I from, did. Oh, that's that thing. A short kind of film that's centered on Batista's character, mm-hmm. and he's more, from the short little film I saw, they're portraying him as kind of like a gentle giant. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious why Gosling is trying to bust him. Is he going to play more of a role than it looks like in this movie, or is he just going to be like the mini boss before you get to let him? <laughs> mm. uh, I think they're probably, because it seems like they're echoing a lot of things from the book that maybe they didn't get to in the, the original Blade Runner, where like, you know, Deckard goes through a series of replicants until he gets to the, the most. Perfect, I guess. So he has these kind of lower-level replicants, and he kind of works his way up to the really challenging ones. So maybe, like, he's one of the lower levels. So you're saying it's like the Survivor <laughs> Series, and he has to, like, get through all of them to get to the maybe. big boss. I don't know. So I think he's probably trying to bust him because he thinks, at least, that he's a replicant, but maybe he's not. That would make sense because we also get, like, this Lady Terminator character. Yeah. Chick with the bangs? With the straight bangs. Yeah. bangs. That's how you and, like, C's going after him and, like, mm-hmm. a subway type situation and then we get leto what is his deal we need to talk about him in general or in this yeah. movie it's just jared leto in real life and so they just like his character yeah sorry uh he's i don't know why now i'm deciding to apologize for all my interrupting but i'm just filled with all these magical facts he is blind in the movie and he decided to wear contacts that made his vision impaired while he was playing this role. Method acting. He loves the method. Jordan Catalano, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, yeah, what, what's, why does he think he's such a good actor? Why do you think Jared Leto thinks he should win an Academy Award? What's his fucking problem? He seems pretty sad. <laughs> Again, people keep giving him money, so... I don't know. Okay, so he's blind, he's dressed like a samurai... And yes. he's also the alien queen because he's giving birth to these replicants. Yes, somehow. some kind of god complex. But shit he, going on. so he's like the designer or something. Yeah, again, was, it's like the book or okay. the original movie had the guy with the like giant coke bottle glasses in the original movie who was that role basically. Where he's like, I create these what he thinks is like his creations, and and he's kind of playing god, and and they're his children and all this kind of stuff. And I feel like that's kind of Jared Leto's picking up that. But he says that he is the lock and Gosling is the key and that he can only make so many replicants. Right. right? Well, he's a very inefficient effect. means of production. Throws <laughs> them in like a giant bag <laughs> and then like one at a time releases them. So, so basically <laughs> the plot of this movie is like in real life, everyone <laughs> needs... Gosling's dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. They yeah. need, he's the key for more... Especially Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, then we just spawned some fan fiction there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Do you need some replicant wang? <laughs> alleged. Alleged replicant yang. Oh, <laughs> Not yeah. just a yang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> alleged replicant wang. Thank you. That's the, that's that's we'll the Blade Runner to. 2049. <laughs> that's the, like, catch line. <laughs> Okay, can I throw a little quick, like, movie, movie baby band list thing? Because I'm yeah. just really trigger happy for this lately. <laughs> I'm coming with you. I'm, I'm done with I'm coming with you. Set me up that scene. The gal from Star Wars yes. says, I'm coming with you. And I'm tired of it. 
There were a lot of kind of funny things in here. Like the whole like your story isn't over yet. Mm. Don't don't yeah. say that. The, the the where is he line I'm with that bangs is like where is he? <laughs> I don't that can go, right? That can definitely go. And that's part of it too. It's like how much of it's gonna be like that, you know. I, I wonder if they're just showing us those things in the trailer and it'll actually be I don't know, more chill, or if it's just going to be people yelling and crushing glasses, like, for two hours, I don't know. I'm curious if Denis will sneak in his, what seems to be coming his signature move, um, shout out Tyler Swank, <laughs> which is to have some type of spidery creature curl up in a corner yes. in this movie, because he's done it twice now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, other than enemy, what other one did he do? He did it do? in Arrival, too. There's a dream sequence where... Uh, totally saw that movie. Jeremy Renner like looks. He's like having a dream, oh, and he like looks over the corner, and the and little a, octopod guy's like, right. he does the same move. <laughs> really Ooh. curious if he was just like, that's such a good move, and nobody, not enough people saw Enemy, so I'm gonna do it in this movie <laughs> too. A spider does feature very prominently in the book for Blade Runner. There we like, go. There's a guy, and actually that special kind of ties in there too, because in the book, specials are humans who have been like destroyed, like DNA wise, by the like radioactive dust that's in the air. Mm. And there's a special who's kind of living on his own in this apartment complex, and he finds a spider at one point, and he shows it to all these replicants, and they start to like pull its legs off, and it's okay. a real spider. So of course the special like treasures like treasures it. It's real. It's a it's a real spider. It wasn't uh, made up. And so it's this really big scene where they're like taking it apart, like leg by leg. So Spider could definitely appear in Blade Runner, we'll see. which would be amazing. Denis, you might be on Denis. the movie baby ban list with a singular <laughs> move that you're doing in all of your movies. <laughs> to answer your question, I'm going to have to go no. It wasn't like, let's save that one. Mm -hmm. I need to see it a little more before okay. I'm really annoyed with it. Should we rate it? What's uh, Blade Runner? Cassie, have you ever listened to this podcast before? I have not. Okay. <laughs> Lift up those earbuds, okay. and there's a little half piece of paper that has some phrases ah. on it. These phrases are directly correlated <laughs> with how we rate this movie. You don't just tell us if you liked it or didn't like it. You have a three-option system. Do not try to make a fucking hybrid of these three options. You pick one of them, Cassie. <laughs> we want it pure. None of this replicant bullshit. Very serious Don't taint podcast. this with your replicant shit. Um, if you are not into this trailer or these two trailers and you didn't care for this movie, you're going to say, I love robots. I love robots. Which doesn't seem to make sense, but that's what you're going to say. Well, the replicants are the bad guys in this one, so, so it would make love sense. Them. Okay. Yeah. But if you're a replicant sympathizer, you know, we don't know. <laughs> if you're on the fence and you need a little more info to see if this movie is, if these trailers have got you sold on going to see this movie, you're going to say, in space with zombies. In space. In space with zombies. And then you're going to tell us about what this trailer was missing that you need to get you in the theater. <laughs> if this movie was 100%, or if this trailer was 100% getting you on board with seeing this, you don't need anything else, you're ready to go purchase your ticket today, you're gonna say, like a lot. So you cool if I scream, like a lot. Okay. Okay, I know you're from the Pickford side of things, so you might not be familiar with the Coca-Cola ad that ran at Regal Cinemas that featured these phrases, but that's where it's from. Okay. It's apropos of nothing, that's the rating system. Please rate Blade Runner, 2049. Uh, like a lot. I was already going to see this movie, so mm -hmm. the trailer really had nothing to do with it. It could have been nothing, and I would have gone to see Blade Runner. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did the trailer make you not want to see it any more <laughs> than when you just heard it was going to happen? Well, there were, like, my reservations about, like, 
you know, is it just going to be like Coca-Cola ads for two hours mm-hmm. and like some Harrison Ford handing the baton again? Right. <laughs> um, so those are my reservations, but like it's, like I said, it's the merger of like all of my life's interests. So no matter what, like I was going to go see it. So. Okay. You think Ford bites it in this one? <laughs> Probably. I think he's going to pull like a, was it Charlton Heston? Like... <laughs> Planet of the Apes where he's like you have to kill me on screen and yeah. the world has to literally blow up and that's the only way I'm going to do this movie <laughs> I feel like that's what's going to happen <laughs> you know he's he's going to die in all his old films we're going to get you know mm-hmm. Indiana he's going to make a, what, a, a Air Force One sequel just to kill his character off <laughs> he's like still president after yeah. like 40 get, years get myself off my plane <laughs> uh, Devin you want to rate this trailer I'm going to give this trailer both trailers in space with zombies. Mm. This didn't sell me necessarily on the Blade Runner franchise, mm-hmm. but there's enough elements that I was like, that could be interesting. I, I'm a fan of Gosling. I'm curious where the story's going to go. There was like a little bee that he sees. Mm-hmm. I was it's like, what's, what's that bee doing? It's a, it's a Candyman crossover series. He's going to battle the Candyman. <laughs> But here's my real question. There's two, like, never-ending story statues that he walks by. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they are, like, of two women with their <laughs> mouths open. Mm-hmm. Back and forth forever. You've never been to the California desert, apparently. Is that where that is? <laughs> Supposedly. No, I don't know. know. <laughs> it looks like they're giving God a blowjob. Okay. That's what yeah. happened. That's why the civilization fell. <laughs> it's that one statue. And so I'm curious if... <laughs> We're going to get a god-type characters in this movie. Forget about robots <laughs> and humans. That's puny-level mm-hmm. stuff. There's gods coming back. And this they're... is like those Kirk Cameron movies, the religious ones that come out every <laughs> once in a while, where people disappear and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Left fuck? Behind Left Behind, yeah, this is yep. like a Left Behind <laughs> crossover. Yeah, and he's like, your science means nothing. <laughs> I am your god. The true ex machina, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not the other one? There you go. Legit. Like Show me you got on this. I'm going to also rate it In Space with Zombies. Uh, again, not a big Blade Runner fan, but I see the appeal. Looking at you, Chris Patton. Um, and I like this director very much. I feel like he's got a big, horrible monkey on his back with Ridley Scott behind things. Yes. Gotta shake that guy. I was disappointed by the Ghost in the Shell remake. I mean, I, I don't know. I was, was I disappointed? I was also disappointed when I then went back and watched the original Ghost in the Shell after I watched the oh, remake really? and was like, this movie's pretty boring. And so I might not be as jazzed as Cassie is on difference between artificial intelligence and regular intelligence. But maybe this is the movie that's going to get me more interested in that Probably debate. Not. Did you watch Ex Machina film? Yeah, did you yeah, see that Yeah, I one? did. I like that. that I didn't like That's Westworld. what I was hoping this would be. You didn't like Westworld? Didn't like Westworld. Didn't even finish it. <laughs> I was on the phone so much, Devin would make me try to watch episodes of Westworld, yeah. and I would go right to my phone. We did not get through much of that yeah. show. So there you go. Maybe I'm a replicant. I was more willing to interact no with empathy. my machinery than... <laughs> I mean, that's, no, you're just, a, that's, you're just a regular guy. <laughs> just yeah. a guy you don't like. I don't know. I, don't like that. Yeah. I think you make a good point about Ridley Scott being like the giant... You know, ball at the end of his chain, and it's yeah. just like he's, yeah. So the Vangelis score is like a, a character in this movie. Like everybody's really into the original being like the wet dream of all these retro synth kind of comeback <laughs> types of scores that we're getting, and this is kind of the godfather of them all in a way. 
And I'm really bummed to see that Hans Zimmer's name is attached to the mm. score of this in any capacity. <laughs> like, I know it's Johan Johansson, the guy that this director has been using for his other movies, who I'm kind of slowly being sold on whatever mm -hmm. the Zimmer aspect. I'm just like, no, why? <laughs> Get him out of there. Zimmer. <laughs> Zimmer. Wrist slap. Before we get to our next trailer, mm -hmm. the both of you do not know what it is. Mm -mm. Oh. It is a surprise trailer that I handpicked for this spooky Halloween episode. It's Boomadia too, isn't it? Well, we don't know. I think we do. I think I just cracked the code. But stay tuned. Uh. <laughs> I'm Princess Twilight Sparkle, and this is my home, Equestria. A land filled with magic, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. and most importantly, friendship. Life is perfect. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Ooh, I bet those are the clowns I ordered! We're definitely not the clowns I ordered. Ryan, no! We need help to save Equestria. <laughs> what is... Surprise! Ooh, surprise of pony oh. proportion. <laughs> does not make Great sense. Great puns. It does not. Not even as a pun. <laughs> intro. Intro battle. Um, <laughs> Sean's not happy about this one. Just like Westworld, you were on your phone <laughs> halfway whole, through this like trailer. Like a two-minute trailer. <laughs> I just couldn't make it to the end. Well, <laughs> all right. We just watched... My Little Pony the Movie <laughs> trailer. In instances like this, yes. I often ask you, how do these creatures fucking reproduce? Yes. But so main question. for the first time in my life, I already know the answer to this. <laughs> because I have been on the internet. These ponies fuck just like people do in the grossest <laughs> ways possible. And they all have human dicks for some They're reason. All, all just these little cum dumpsters. <laughs> these little slutty cum dumpsters. My Little Pony is the grossest fucking thing in existence right now. Right, and there yeah. goes half our audience. Yeah. It's just a funnel, a dumpster that just gets the funneled in the worst parts of humanity into. Mm -hmm. Everything mm -hmm. evil is represented mm. in these little ponies. Now, Sean... <laughs> You can't say that because ponies are about friendship and, and magic. Pedophilia <laughs> well. and, and furryism. That's I'm not saying that those people are bad people. I just like there's a lot of gray area between the sexuality of these creatures <laughs> yeah. and the and the juvenileism of what this is being geared towards. I don't Who like is your it. audience. <laughs> Yeah. That's my question. Because when you go to the theater and you and you settle in on the same day that you double feature this with <laughs> Blade Runner because they're coming out on the same day, you're going to sit yourself next to a six-year-old girl and a 32-year-old man. Hopefully you will sit between them. Yeah, and it's going to be a... They're both <laughs> there for the very similar but different reasons, yes. and that's disturbing. <laughs> well... Poor beliefs are the same. 
But it's not strange for because let's let's take Pixar, right? Mm-hmm. That attracts a similar audience where you do have a six-year-old on one side, and then you do have like a thirty-something-year-old on the other side. But the but the difference is the thirty-year-old doesn't have their hand down their pants <laughs> during the Pixar Most movie. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Toy Story three? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Cassie, walk (laughs) me through what we just saw. I was not paying attention at all. (laughs) Are we doing the, like, tagline thing? Because I had a very similar reaction to you, where it was basically new and exciting ways to sexualize animals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, they had to make, like, the Tay Diggs guy, like, super hot for some reason, but he's, like, also some weird animal that I didn't quite get. And then Zoe Saldana was, like, a bird? Question mark? What like, was she? She was like a pirate bird. Pirate bird. I think she's a parrot. The cast of this thing. is outrageous. <laughs> Emily uh, Blunt, why? Uzo, we don't need that Aduba, money. What are you doing in this movie? Also, I didn't. What? How yes. come? Are, are, did they just like take all the voice actors that the kids are going to be familiar with and replace them with <laughs> actors that they're not going to know? That's just the cool, name, yeah, right. That's a great question. We don't know. Like, like is girls Tinkly aren't like, Winkly Emily Blunt. just now? It's Emily Blunt's voice, and everyone's going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> also, I know that's a not the name. That's a that's well, a you you. You're so what are those things called? Tinky Winky? Yeah. Tinkly? The Telly Tubby. That's a Telly Tubby. I know that. But that does segue into my first question. If you were a pony, what would be your pony name? <laughs> um, oh, no. Here's some of their... Po- Bitchy Witchy. <laughs> There's Sky Star. Um, I heard Buttercream. Pinkie oh, Pie. Come on. Buttercream Pie. Cream. <laughs> Applejack. Twilight Sparkle. They all sound like sexual positions or stripper names ma- yeah yeah, you yeah. Could, yeah. <laughs> no that's not fair uh we have <laughs> well it's not that's i'm on your side we have, but it's what's happening we have Kunting pie <laughs> um the nut tickler <laughs> so sean i think it was with you where we watched like a documentary about Ponydom. Oh, the Brony uh, oh, convention? We yeah. did watch that. I believe the documentary was kind of like for ponyism where they're like, ponyism is like the correct term, right? <laughs> I don't know. Man. I knew that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it was trying to normalize like, hey, people who go to these conventions and are a fan of this show are just like you and me. They're very damaged. They've been abused by their fathers. So that was the thing about <laughs> the docu- bathing suit areas. <laughs> that was the problem with the documentary is all the people they showcased, there was like some sort of like, There's, oh, yeah. this kid, like, he's like, I have autism. It was like, okay. Yeah. And this one's like, this tragic thing happened to me. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me just <laughs> some semblance of normalcy here. Accountants. And so yeah. I've never seen this show. I, I, I don't know. Like, I think I've seen like bits and pieces and this, what the... hooting and hollering. We have... The bronies Here it comes. We have our bronies on the front porch. <laughs> I like a lot of you know, I grew up on the Batman animated stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fans of people who like SpongeBob. <laughs> I like that Avatar series that was out a couple years ago. There's a lot of kids shows, animated shows that that also appeal to 
adults. <laughs> but it's not like a lifestyle choice. Like you're not going to see people going to like Sponge, like 32 year old men going to like SpongeBob conventions. Yeah, and, like, and that's what's strange about this one. Like, <laughs> I, I I don't feel like I'm giving it a fair crack. And this is coming from someone who likes other animated stuff. I don't know what the appeal of this. All one I is. can do is is recognize within myself my own deviant nature, which is I for some reason as a small child imprinted my sexuality on this rainbow bright doll and <laughs> yes. ever since really tall ponytails get my dick super hard and i don't know why but all i, I can why. suggest is that the same deviancy is going on with these pony people what are they called there goes the other half of the audience yeah yeah <laughs> good night everybody uh but that's gotta be it because they're you're you're right there's not they're not making a big deal out of these things like they this show is being treated very specially and that's what's weird about it is to not to like reinforce a gender norm but this yes. is a show for little girls Cassie, as our resident replicant, did you have any... Female replicant. No. <laughs> did you have any connection to these dolls as a child? My Little Pony? No, no. I was actually a really big tomboy, but that's the whole other thing. But, <laughs> so you had, like, uh, G.I. Joe's. So I had, I had uh, Hot Wheels were mm-hmm. really big in my world. Also highly sexualized. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was always trying to put those Hot Wheels up their ass. Yeah. <laughs> I buy you all these Hot Wheels, and where the fuck do they go? They are they're very wheels. expensive. <laughs> Using those so tracks as little spanking as a, devices. As a, I like to call them sexy wheels. <laughs> I mean, so I never understood the appeal, but I was never very girly, and I feel like that's the appeal. It's like it's the six-year-old girl birthday party where it's like I'm gonna be Twilight Sparkle for my birthday, and you can be, you know, buttercream. Like that's that's what it's supposed to be for. But all yeah. of a sudden, you're throwing in some weird older dude stuff that really shouldn't mix with like. Are there gonna be like little like winks to the camera to the brony audience there in this? There has to be. Where it's like, oh I fell on your butt. Oh, <laughs> oh and then no. like on your horn. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, cause that's the the that's where the money is coming from, right? So you have to service your audience somehow. Oh right? don't use that word. Service what? your audience? I don't know, man. This is... Well, okay, and now here's a real question. Yes. Their world is called Equestria. <laughs> I believe so. Mm-hmm. Equestrianism is humans riding horses, right? I think just horse-centric things, because you're equestrian. But if you're an equestrian, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, what's... You like horses. That There's no other iteration of that word, right? But, like, equestrious... I think it's someone like an adventurer who just likes to go on quests a lot. (laughs) (laughs) As far as I understand this term, it's utilized for humans who fuck with horses. (laughs) Figuratively. And and so there is their universe titled after like are they cognitive that there's people in the uh, in other people in the universe that want to ride them? Like humans that are well, now we're back to the Carter question. <laughs> like, how does this world work? Because yeah. there are, like, bad guys, and I couldn't figure out what the bad guys were. Like, they were, like, they There's were another, kind of creatures, like, they pony. were goats. There's a, another pony that came in to be like, oh, y'all are having a good time? Guess what? I'm going to, like, impose myself as the wicked witch of your yeah, question I, world. No I'm no bad reason. pony. For no reason. For no reason. Why is she doing this? <laughs> She's harsh in the whole mellow. She What's she believes, gained from this? Well, she doesn't think <laughs> friendship is magic. Then mm. that's a key component of being a pony. <laughs> you gotta think the friendship is magic. She is the temp- temptus shadow. Okay. 
<laughs> She's going to tempt you with her shadow. So, okay, she, so she's just trying to turn everyone against each other? That's a movie I would watch. <laughs> if they, if the arc, okay, because at the beginning, Tinka Winky's like, oh, everything's just cool here. We're all ponies, so friendship is cool. magic. And then the bad comes and is like, no, I'm going to turn you all against each other. I'm going to make a lot of infighting happen. You're all going to, like, I'm going to prey upon this, like, competitive nature of young females and, like, this whole patriarchal structure. And that's the villain of the movie personified by this, like, uber pony who's, like, constructing this and is like, I'm Elle magazine. The September issue means that this is out and this is in. Mm -hmm. And then they combat each other. That's a movie I would watch. She knows, the Bad Pony knows that this world is centered around doing anything for your friend. <laughs> because taking advantage of that, taking people's niceness to a streams. Oh, okay. Using their niceness to always get stuff for her and then see like guilt trips them when they try to give her shit about it. <laughs> so like... And so she becomes like ruler of this world just because no one know, will say no to her. Yeah, no one like will it. say no to her. And then the lesson in the end is maybe the ponies learn like, you know what? You can still be a friend for someone. Part of being a friend to someone is also calling them out on their Not bullshit. Being a doormat. Boundaries. Put boundaries. And that speaks to the larger issue of their male fan base. <laughs> where they're man, like, Let's put up a little bit of boundary here. <laughs> hey, hey, Sparkle Wackle, you know, sometimes boundaries are important. Oh, really? Like what? Like what? I shouldn't have my dick out in the theater? Or no, like... sometimes, you know, sometimes when I go out, I put my horn away. No, uh, why would you do that? I wear a hat. You know, I can't wear a cat down there. <laughs> I, did this, this movie have any relationship to the original My Little Pony movie? Ridley Scott's My Little Pony? This is the second My Little Pony theatrical release. <laughs> Director's cut. Mm -hmm. Apparently it does have some ties to the first one. Oh, because really? they have... There's a scene where you kind of see like the Care Bear Cousins... Where it's like no. pony <laughs> mermaids. Oh, I saw the little My Little Mermaid crossover. Yes. And so apparently <laughs> that happens in the original movie. And it's like kind of a callback to those characters. God damn it. See, the thing the problem I had with that was instead of taking what you would think was the logical form underwater of like a seahorse, they just become like mermaid <laughs> yeah. horses. I don't like it. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> Does it work for me? No. Uh, it's okay. I don't know, man. What's up with the broke dick trolls Timberlake song that they're trying to <laughs> throw in here? So that song that plays on here is very catchy. It's already out of my head. I don't. I can't remember it. Mm -hmm. Well, it was catchy when I was watching it. Then <laughs> <laughs> there, there was like a little troll looking character in there too. So maybe that's like they're they're going for that. Sweet, sweet troll sweet money. Sweet troll money. <laughs> um, when toys become movies, it goes back to the great argument, is this a worthwhile thing? <laughs> Power Rangers, nay. It just seems like, are ponies still big right now? It feels <laughs> like that was like a couple years ago where the pony craze was at its peak. And so the movie coming out now and finding out that they hadn't done another like theatrical release film until now it's very strange who's front the money for this <laughs> you know who is big pony big, big pony 
Right. Big bronies. My mm-hmm. pony. Mm-hmm. Genuine. <laughs> <laughs> if that song is not on the soundtrack, I want my money back. Pony. Another interesting fact. This is the third theatrically released, traditionally animated film of the 2010s. It looks like crap. The animation does not look <laughs> good. And you can tell. I mean, it looks like not theater quality. We stepped it up. For, it looks like the show. Yeah. made for. It looks like made for TV movie, which is kind of where that should be, I think. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and not like on like regal $16 ticket movie screens. <laughs> I remember cruising the Netflix with you one night and seeing an iteration of My Little Ponies where they all transform into regular high school girls. That's right. See, that's like a the weird, dream right there. There's like a weird like Bratz type yeah. pony <laughs> show. This yeah, app. that's right. I am really, I hope they card everybody who, and like retinal scan everybody who buys a ticket. everybody's driver's license. Yeah, for real. Go on. This is a way to get people on the list. That's what this is. I'm going to be reading about these audiences at work. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. They're all the sex offenders. You just fucking played yourself if you bought a ticket to this and you're not six. You're fucking outing yourself. This is massive. That's why the production value is so low. Mm-hmm. It looks so fucking Western family. They're just putting in the least amount of minimal effort to get... It's like how to catch a predator. Out into the wild. Yeah. And then fucking... What's the new app? The t- the cheap tickets app? Uh, oh, Movie Pass. Movie Pass. Mm. Th- that's going to like data mine your phone? Yeah. Boom. You fucking just got got. Because they're going to see all your pedo pictures and your busted Shoney lovers. This is this is a tie-in then to Blade Runner that took place mm. in 2018, and it all started. That world <laughs> all started from this Brony movie. That started the war when they were like, "There's a on one side of the wall, there's people that want to fuck children, horses. And on the other side of the wall, there's the rest of us motherfuckers. And when that wall comes down, i.e., movie pass, <laughs> shit is gonna get real wild." <laughs> Before we rate it, this is a cast-in of, like, an old 80s, like, Hasbro cartoon show. Right. G.I. Joe, Transformers, obviously. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Power Rangers. If you dudes and dudettes were to reboot your favorite cartoon from the 80s or whatever era, what would it be? Into, a, like, a feature-length film? Yes, what do you want to go see in the theater and whack off to? <laughs> oh, dude, it would be a live-action Daria movie. Oh, yes. That would be good. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. I would I would spend cash money on that. Me too. Do yeah. you <laughs> animate it or do you live-cast it? Either way, it's getting it done. There was like a little funnier die skit that had Aubrey Plaza play like a live-action version That's of Daria. That's right. a good choice. Uh, that would, I would definitely watch the feature-length yeah. version of that. Oh, yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, green light this, Devin. All right, well. Spend less money on To Catch a Predator movies and more money on cool shit. Well, should we rate this? I feel like we don't need to. We know what's going to happen. You don't know how I feel <laughs> deep inside of me. This is this is when he finally comes out and tells you that he's a pepperoni this whole time. He's <laughs> like, something... I just got some toys I want to show you I know first. what you're going to dress up as for Halloween this year. <laughs> Twinkle Winkle. Devin will leave you for last to blow our minds. <laughs> uh, Cassie, please rate this trailer My Little Pony 2049. <laughs> I love robots. That's I your, love robots. That's the top. I love robots. That means you love this wrong. One. I love robots. Incorrect. 
<laughs> that's the bottom. All right. Well, that's surprising. What made you not like this trailer? Well, given that I love sci-fi so much, <laughs> it's I'm true. going against the grain on my on my genre, I guess. <laughs> what's the What's the difference between sci-fi and fantasy? Uh, yeah. I was just gonna ask that. That's In your question. opinion, where's the line? <laughs> My little pony. Little movie. <laughs> yeah. That is a hard line for me. Yeah. yeah. You're you're very fascinated by could a person <laughs> and a robot be this could that line be blurred? You do not give a shit if a person and a pony. Lines. Yeah, we're the, we're the pony. When it comes to ponies being sexualized, I want a paint by number, like stark black line there. <laughs> That's what I want. But Sean, I don't say this often. Sean makes a good point. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. into robots and humans and like, oh, 70% robots, still a human maybe. Mm-hmm. What about what But they about never claim to be humans. Ponies. They're ponies. They're, they're, they uh, talk like humans. <laughs> they dress like humans. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Apparently, they fuck like humans. I know that for a fact. Yes, because the creators of that show also made the porn that goes with it. Your species is. That's what they're wanting. That's you what you're Yeah. Now, I, I guess I am. <laughs> around. Now we uncover why you haven't been on this show yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh, no that surprise. I'm going to also rate this I Love Robots. <laughs> Uh, I'm mad that you pulled this stunt on us, (laughs) but I'm in no way surprised. But I'm a little disappointed that it wasn't the Boomadia 2 trailer. I forgot that trailer. But I feel a little racist for suggesting that that's what you would have inflicted on us. So maybe it's better in the long run. Who's now? Who's the bad pony now? Oh, I admit to my racism and sexism, but I'm my speciesism. I'm you're on point. That's where I'm progressive. That's where I'm woke. Devin, please regale us with what you know glimmering redemption this movie has in your mind. Change, change right. our mind. So, I did make you guys watch this trailer a couple times. A couple, a times. couple times. Yeah, sure, Multiple sure. Times. And you know, maybe I thought, I don't know, maybe I just thought something would happen. Like maybe you <laughs> two would feel something mm. and. <laughs> Come over to your side. <laughs> of you the know, wall. <laughs> I thought like maybe when it was like when it's a movie of pony proportion, <laughs> and when it said to friend up, mm-hmm. and you know where Razzle Dazzle said she was the one, and they're like, no, let's do it together. I thought we could all do this together, together. Mm. <laughs> and I guess I was wrong. What could go wrong, the trailer asked. <laughs> Apparently this. Yeah. Not the clowns you ordered. Yeah, what the fuck was that line about? <laughs> clown strippers? or? She's talking about her clowns. The spaceship comes down and it pops her balloon and it goes... The, That's a name. <laughs> and then she's like, Brian! All right. <laughs> That's when Devin had already already bought the movie ticket in his head. Can I he was like, turn this? Yeah, I was like, he's the at the movie theater at the kiosk in his head. Well, <laughs> and I was like, that girl gets it. She's like, Republicans or no, Republicans, Republicans, <laughs> Republicans. Same thing. Balloons, yeah. like see, it doesn't matter to her. See, sees life she and everything. Not species. With that said, I do have to give it I Love Robots. Mm, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being a human being. I did like the Care Bear movie growing up, though. Like, Why? that first Care Bear movie. <laughs> but that one was different. One, you had, like, 
a kid who was into magic, which was cool. <laughs> oh, there's a spooky element in that movie. Yeah, and mm. he becomes bad. Like, he yeah. gets, like, taken over. He gets, oh, like, right. fucking Gucci bags under his eyes and looks <laughs> really scary. It's actually, yeah, it's actually pretty terrifying. terrifying. Mm. Yeah. And also, like, the characters were pretty sweet because they all have, like, powers that came out of their chest. Yeah. And then you met the cousins and they were all like, hey, you don't like bears? Well, here's a fucking lion. It has yeah. a heart on it. Holy <laughs> shit. Here's a here's a raccoon. It has like a <laughs> lock on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, I don't, that doesn't make sense. But I'm into it. Penguin. It's got a strap on on it. Why? What's, what's the significance? Yeah. Uh, I also loved. You mentioned Rainbow Bright. <laughs> mm-hmm. That also had a movie, and that my sister would watch that movie all the time, mm. and I'd be like, so why do we watch this stupid movie? It's so dumb. And secretly, I would watch it <laughs> in the back of the couch. Was it for the same reason that I would watch it? No. Okay. I loved it because, one, wholesome. Rainbow Bright's, like, get-up is fucking awesome. She has, like, a space suit. Mm-hmm. She has, like, a guy pal. Mm-hmm. And that dude was awesome. The he, horse. Wore, like, he wore black, and he had, like, a black horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And Rainbow Bright had, like, a robot unicorn. Mm-hmm. It was all very <laughs> cool. They were all, like, flying in space. There was, like, little Pokemon before Pokemon was even, like, a <laughs> little fuzzy guys. Mm. Yeah. So those ones, I can see. There's some cross-gender appeal there. Yeah. <laughs> this one, there's no appeal. Like, it, it was very bland. It was very hard. Sean, I gave you crap about being on your phone. It was a very long two minutes to yeah, get through that train. It's hard to suffer through. So, and I feel like I, I feel like we spent a little bit of time like maybe subconsciously reinforcing some like gender norms. I'm not trying to ride that train. <laughs> I'm not saying that this can't be for boys and girls alike. You know, like you what go. you like, but <laughs> when you cross the threshold of becoming a sexual creature, be more mindful of what you like publicly. How about that? <laughs> Watch it at home. Keep it at home. Keep it away keep from it in the, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep everything away from kids, okay? Sean. <laughs> yeah. But I do need to ask you this. Mm-hmm. If I got us booked, the movie babies, (laughs) live action, Mm -hmm. at a BronyCon, (laughs) would you go to that movie? It would Would be like, oh God, I'd I'd just be like going on this tirade, like, what's the fucking movie? Uh, Mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Network or something? Network, yeah. Yeah, It would be like a network takedown. (laughs) I would just be like shouting and freaking out and someone would assassinate me and that would be it. You would get speared with some guy's homemade unicorn. Exactly. No, there'd be a twist yeah. ending and you would leave with like very elaborate like brony costume. <laughs> it would be like, cut to me. Yeah. Sean Oh, it's like a fucking to... F Troop thing where it's like, I'm not going to wear a dress. I'm not going to wear a dress. I'm not going to wear a dress. Cut yeah. to him wearing a dress. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. One of my favorite gags. Would any redeeming final pony thoughts? Redeeming bony thoughts. Um, I mean, I feel like we should all go see it just to support traditional animated films, right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Sure. So the the biggest question actually is which one do we see first on the double feature day? Which oh, first? oh yeah, Blade Runner or this? Because mm-hmm. if Blade Runner is really bad, we'll need like a palate cleanser. <laughs> But if we go in with this, our standards will be so low that we may enjoy a poor Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Well, you too can join us. October 6th, double feature, Blade Runner 2046, and My Little Pony, the pervert movie. Pinky! You have visual on buttercream? Visual confirmed. Go for cleanup.
And that's the episode! Nay! Oh, it's happening oh, already! Oh, it's already happening! <laughs> you didn't even I want to fuck a baby-child-pony hybrid. Why, God? Why? Look, bronies. I was going to speak for both of us. Sean does hate you. Mm-hmm. I, I love you. We can be friends. <laughs> I don't trust you. I don't I trust, trust any of you. I trust everyone. We got a website, apparently. I don't know. We pay for it every month, so we must have it. Yes. What's on it lately? There's a new Saturday morning reviews show where I don't wear a shirt and <laughs> I stuff food in my mouth and then I ramble on about a movie I've seen. Oh, okay. Have you done a new one recently? I've done Dunkirk. Oh, nice. Go see that. Um, I have... keep trying to convince Sean to do one. I don't. I haven't seen many movies lately. No, we saw it together. Saw it, but I we saw talked about it. Patty cakes. If you like the tirades against sexual deviancy that this <laughs> this podcast has a proclivity for, mm-hmm. please rate and review. Or if you have a sexual deviancy and want to uh, yell at us for marginalizing you, please also write a review. <laughs> I would love, like, if you are on that side and want to defend your case. Like, we will take a break from trailers. We'll, we'll still do the trailer. We'll still be like, let's review... The A-Team movie. Let's, re- let's review A-Team. But then we'll just talk about Bronies exactly. all the time. Precisely. That's how we do this show. Also, if you're a fan of the show, go to Facebook and like it. We're at 95 likes. I want to get to 100. I'm kind of embarrassed that we don't have 100 likes. <laughs> I have over 100 friends on my Facebook. Me too. Yeah. What is going on yeah, here? It's a little bit like embarrassing. Like I, I feel like I every once in a while come up with a new project and like have to pander to, like, okay, like our new thing or whatever. I'm, we've been doing this for a long time now. <laughs> we haven't gotten 100 likes. You don't have to actually like it. I hope you realize that. <laughs> I think that's the confusion. It's mm-hmm. like, no. We're... Bash bro me, so I'm like, <laughs> Keep that like yeah. L- listen here. Whether you like the show or not, we're still gonna do it. Yeah. So just get on board. It keeps us off the streets, guys. <laughs> you don't want another trailer wars on your hands. So just keep us bound up here in the studio. www.moviebabies.com is the website. And Sean. Yes. When you don't have time for a two-minute trailer, this breaks the world. That's the movie babies. Yeah.